Gemara, Yebamodaf Memchet, our Masechet been dedicated for the Refuah Shelema Shimon Ben Simcha, El Narefanano, Betoch Sharchona Amo Israel, Amen. We begin today's daf on Memzain Amud Bet, and we are uh, right at the first wide line. So that's actually a quote uh, that we had in the Braita above that said that just like a ger, when you want to convert him, you have to put him in the mikveh, and he has to have a kavanat accept upon himself the mitzvot willingly. So to an evid, mazer evid. So we know that an evid kanaani. So you're able to buy him. And initially, you're buying him as a slave. And initially, you have to dip him into the mikveh. You can even do that against his will. But the point is, once he goes into the mikveh the first time, he has upon himself mitzvot like a lady. So he's like a quasi-Jew. And then, after he gets freed, they dip him in the mikveh a second time. And that second tevilah makes him a full-fledged Jew. Now he has to keep all the mitzvot. And the Gemara sounds like over here that just like a Ger has to accept upon himself the mitzvot when he goes uh, into that tevilah, so to an Evid Kena'ani, when he gets freed and they're dipping him a second time, he has to have Kabanat to accept upon himself <coughs> the Tariag mitzvot. Is he the not to go the No. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Kas al So it sounds like over here. Mitzvot. Now, what does it mean when it says in the, in the Braita that the Ger, the regular convert, and the Evid Meshukhral is equal? It sounds like the Mitzvot, that they both have to accept the Mitzvot when they go into the Mikveh. So, Gebra asks on this, would mean who we have a contradiction? The Braitha says the exact opposite. That only a Ger has to accept upon himself Tariyag Mitzvot in the Tevilah. But an Ebed Mishukhrar does not. And therefore, uh, and as she explains why, if you look at as she says, the Mishaash Tovel Leshem Abdut Shayak Mitzvot. That she gives us a distinction why an Ebed Kena'ani does not have to accept upon himself mitzvot during the second tevilah, because already he accepted mitzvot mitzvot in the first tevilah. So he's halfway there. So already he accepted upon himself uh, a certain amount. Already he has things that are on him already, like the Pasuk says, being a fish, being a matecha, that Dalakha says that the Ebed Kena'ani has to keep Shabbat already. So therefore, since already he already is accepting the mitzvot partially, Mashiachin the Ger. He was a goy. He didn't do anything. And therefore, when he goes into the mikveh, he has to accept upon himself the mitzvot. That's the logic of the second b'raita. But the problem is we have a contradiction because the first b'raita sounds like he has to accept upon himself the mitzvot. So Rav Sheshat is going to give us an answer. Amar Rav Sheshat la kasha harabi shem'on ben el-azad that opinion that says that the gay does not have to, Ebed does not have to accept upon himself the mitzvot is following the Bishimum bin Al-Azhar and Ha Rabbanan. And the first Braita is following the opinion of Rabbanan. Now, where do we see the Mahlok between these two rabbis? By the case of Eshet Yefat Toar. 
What's that case? Amazing case that Torah talks about. Person goes out to war, soldier, and he sees a lady in the war, Goya, and he has a desire for her. So Torah comes along and says that you take her home and you go through a process with her and you go through a type of conversion, at least according to this Gemara, and then it's permissible to go with her. Normally, a conversion under these matters would not be permissible. <coughs> you only converted her so you could go with her. But nonetheless, the Gemara says that in this case, they knew that if you're not going to give him a leniency, the Yetzirah is too strong and he's going to take her you know, in a forbidden way, so therefore they were more lenient on the way we can convert her. So the Gemara now begins the discussion of how we convert this lady. Netanya. So it says, she has to go through a process, she has to grow her hair and her uh, nails, etc. And she cries for her father and her mother. And then the Pasuk says, only after that process, and we'll see how long it takes, either 30 days or 90 days, it'll be a mahloket. Then already he's allowed to go with her. So the Gemara says, When does she have to go through this whole process of shaving her hair and staying home and crying for this amount of days? That's when she didn't accept upon herself to convert. Then we make her go through this process. But if she accepts upon herself to convert, we put her in the mikveh immediately. Even though she didn't go through all these different uh, processes over here. So now the Gemara says that Bi Shimon ben El Azar Omer, Apal Pi Shelo Kibela Aleha. And Bi Shimon ben El Azar has a Hadushim. You have a lady, Eshet Yifatoa, and she doesn't want to accept the conversion. But the soldier wants to be with her. And he's got a problem because she doesn't want to accept to convert. So the Bi Shimon ben El Azar has, a, has a, a, a trick how to bypass her refusal. Again, if she accepts the Tanya Agman's vote, that's a pyramid the mikveh, and you have a beautiful conversion. But what do you do if she doesn't? So the Bishma has figured out a, a, what we call in Hebrew a patent. What is it? Now, you're allowed to take her as a shifcha. Now, we learned earlier that the shifcha, the way you indoctrinate a shifcha into abdut is how? Dipping them into the mikveh. We also learned that you're able to dip the shifcha into the mikveh against her will. So therefore, no problem. You dip her in the mikveh against her will. Now she comes out of the mikveh. What is she? She's shifcha kena'anit. Okay, shifcha kena'anit, she has some laws. She's not fully Jewish yet, but she has some laws. And then what? And now you take her to the mikveh a second time. And now you're able to dip her for the sake of what? Freeing her. Even though she didn't accept Tariyagman's vote, according to the Bishimumin al Azar, the Ayman does not have to accept Tariyagman's vote. And that's why this plan will work even when she doesn't accept, which means if we're going to take her as a regular gear, everybody agrees she has to accept Tariyagman's vote. She says, I'm not accepting. No problem. We don't want, we're not going to make you a giyore right away. We're going to make, we're going to get you to, to giyore, but we're going to go through the back door. We're going to make you a shifha first. Shifha? I don't want to be a shifha. Keep quiet. Against your will. 
אינטגרל, תפרמנט למקווה, נא שקמת על המקווה, בסרמן טוב. ג'יזוס שפחה. נא, זה קם אלונג ונסי, אה, נא יהיו שפחה? ביוטיפול, דלו איז, תמקל שפחה ג'ויש, יתפרמנט למקווה אגן. אקורד למי שואל, אתה לא חייב לתניאג מצוות. אדם שפחה. אז הוא יסתיקו את זה אגן, נא שקמת על זה, אני לא רוצה להיות ג'ויש, זה מאוחר, אתה ג'ויש כבר. איך אנחנו נקמת על זה? Why didn't Tanakama say we have that option? Because Tanakama holds that even in the Avid, when you're dipping them, has to have Kabanah to accept upon themselves Tanakh Mitzvot. So therefore, Tanakama said, you don't have the option to do this, uh, to do this uh, trick over here. She says on top, Umutar Bamiyad, Alma, Lerebi Shimon, Avid, En Sarich, Lekabel, Bish'at, Tebilat, Shehrun. Rabbanan do not hold. You have this fix. Amazing, amazing. So if we have a mahluk, does an Ebed have to accept the Nagmat's vote in the second Tevila? Amar What's the reason of Rabbi Shimon ben El-Azar? Kibra says, Dikhtiv. This is by Korban Pesach. Now, we can't come out of Pesach so quickly because it's Isruhag today. So we have to have some mention of Pesach. So what does it say? V'chol eved ish meknat kesef or kasef umalta oto az yochalbo. Let's learn the Lord about that. Halakha says a person has to eat the Korban Pesach. However, there's restrictions. One restriction is he has to be circumcised. Okay, we know that. But not only he has to be circumcised, if he has avadim, he has slaves in his possession, they must be circumcised. And until they are circumcised, he is not allowed to eat from the Korban Pesach. So therefore, he's got to give them a bit milah. So that's why it says, V'chol Eved Ish. Literally means over here, an Eved that belongs to the Ish. Ish is the master. Miknat Kasef, that he bought with Kasef, so it's Eved Kena'ani. So it says, Umalta Oto, you will circumcise him as Yochalbo. And then you may eat from the Korban Pesach. So the Gabaras makes a diuk. Eved Ish, Velo Eved Isha. What does it mean, Vichol Eved Ish? But only if the Eved is owned by a man. And let's say the Eved is owned by a lady. It doesn't apply? The Gabaras, of course, it applies. A lady would not be allowed to eat Kurban Pesach either until her slaves are circumcised. So what is the Ebed Ish coming to exclude? Ela, says Rabbi Shimon, Ela, Shel Ebed Ish Ata Mal Ba'al Korho. Ve'i Ata Mal Ben Ish Ba'al Korho. So Rabbi Shimon will learn that when it says Ebed Ish, it doesn't mean Ebed belonging to an Ish. It means the Ebed himself who is an Ish, meaning he's an adult. And what's the Pasuk saying? The Pasuk is saying Ebed Ish, if the Ebed is an Ish, you can circumcise him against his will. Even though he's screaming, hey, I don't want to be Jewish. I don't want to accept him as Lord. Doesn't matter. Ebed Ish atamal oto baal korho. However, who can't you do Baal Korcho? The Atamal Ben Ish Baal Korcho. Ben Ish would mean, let's say you have a convert. Guy comes to convert, and he has adult children. You cannot force his adult children to accept upon themselves uh, mitzvot. 
you cannot circumcise the son of a convert just because his father converted against his will. However, when Evan, you see, you can mal him even against his will. So what do you see from there? The Bishra Lazar holds that you don't need the consent of the Evid Ligabeh the Brit Pilah. Let's read Rashi on the second line. Evid Ish Velo Evid Isha. That's a question. Bitmiha. The Isha Shekanta Abadim Velo Malu. Let's say a lady bought slaves and she didn't circumcise them. Milo Avekishar Abadim? Of course she's like they're like regular Abadim. This word Ish is not going on the Master, it's going on Oved Kuchavim Shemachro It's going on the Oved Kuchavim that sold him. He's the Eved Ish, which means the Oved from the Goy himself. Ben Ish, as opposed to what a son that's an Ish. Baki Kamar Eved Shelakarta Men Oved Kuchavim, an Eved that you took from an Oved Kuchavim. Ata, now, okay, according to this opinion over here, that she's learning the ish is going on the guy you bought it from. Evid ish. An evid that you bought from a, a goy. Ata mal ba'al korho. Shil evid. You could mal him even against his will of the evid. Ata mal ben ovet kochabim be'alma. But a regular son of a goy, this is the way that she's learning, a regular son of a goy, stop. It's a free man. You cannot come along. The love evid. You cannot love Ebed Baal Korhom. In the Katab Rahmana Ish, Kerai tell Mute Ben Ish Mamina Malta Oto, Pakro Mashma. The Imidato, Echimimaete Ben Ish. We look at him Isha Vamina, I ever love the Ute Ben Ita Ella, Igufai Sikhishwina, the Milat Abadim Akeva Pesah. Okay, that's the first Lashon. But we want to learn the second Lashon. The second Lashon is the Ikar. Lashon Ahed Veikar. Eved Ish, this is the way I explained it when I told you the Gemara. Haki Kamar, Eved Shehu Ish. Am I explaining like that? The Eved that he himself is an adult. That even though he's an adult, Apalpishu Gadol, Ubenda'at, Umalta Oto, Baal Korho. Vi Atamal Ben Shehu Ish Gev. If he's the son of a Gev, he's an adult also. So we don't say, well, your father converted, so therefore, you're two for one. No. So therefore, the ish is coming to exclude over here where it's a ben of a gen. But the point is, what do you see from the Bishop of Azar over here? That when you circumcise the Eved, you do it even against his will. And that's coming to teach us the law of um, of, um, of, uh, of of an Eved does not have to accept upon himself the Tariyag Mitzvot. The Rabbanan, what do the rabbis hold? Because the rabbis said, no, the Eved has to do it willingly. So, Amar Ula, Keshem Shei Atamal Ben Ish Baal Korho they learn the exact opposite. They come along and start with the reverse. They say, just like you cannot mal the son of a convert against his will, so too you cannot mal an adult Eved against his will. They go reverse. They start learning it from Ben Ish. Just like you cannot do a Ben Ish, you cannot do a Eved. The Elam. 
Lechol Eved Ish. So what is Lechol Eved Ish? That sounds like the opposite, that only Eved Ish you can do Ba'al Korchol. What do the rabbis do with that? They learn a different law. A person frees his slave. How? Doesn't say you're free. He makes him a fkir. He announces and declares that his slave is ownerless. He goes free. He doesn't even need a document of freedom. That's the person we just learned. The Gemara asks, Eved Ish, Velo Eved Isha? Of course not. Ela, what does it mean? Eved Shiyeshko Leshut Rabbo Alab Karui Eved. That means he's called Eved Ish, that he has a master on him. That's called an Eved. However, She'en Leshut Rabbo Alab, why in Leshut Rabbo? Why does this master have any permission or rights over him? Because he freed him. How did he free him? By making him Hefkev. And Karui Eved. That's not called an Eved. So therefore, according to Rabbanan, they learn, for sure you have to get do everything willingly by an Eved. Mm-hmm. You have to dip him willingly to accept his vote. You have to circumcise him willingly to accept his vote. Ella, what are we talking about over here? Eved Ish. When is an Eved called an Eved? When he has an Ish on him. When he has the master on him. But if the master relinquishes his rights, how is the Eved? How is the Ish? I'm sorry, the master, yes. How does he relinquish his rights? If can then already he's not considered Eved Ish anymore. He goes free automatically. He does not even need a get Shehrur. If you read Rashi over here, Rashi says, Kachi atamal umelta ba'almai v'loi keshayin ha'kevalea ki echid modit li beben wadin ha'eved nami de'en megarim ben da'at ela meritono. Fine. Now the Gemara says, Matkif la'ra papa. Now the papa is going to ask a very strong question. Imur deshamatu rabbanan you want to bring me a proof from the Eshet Yifatoar. What was the proof that the Rabbanan came along and said she's got to accept the mitzvot willingly? Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't accept, you got to wait. So what do you see from over here? And he didn't agree with that trick to dip her as a slave and then dip her again. That means Rabbanan by you need willingly Kabbalat Mitzvot. Mm-hmm. And from there, the Gemara wanted to say, so who had Deen? Eved. Rabbapa is saying, there's a big distinction between the two. The Yifatuar is coming from where? From nothing. So maybe when you're coming from nothing, there you need a Kabbalat Mitzvot. But Ebed Kenani, that's coming already from something. What is he coming from? He has Ksat Mitzvot. He has the Mitzvot of a woman. Of a woman. So therefore, maybe you don't need for the second process, the second Tevilah, Kabbalah Mitzvot, because already you have. So even the rabbis that are strict by Eshet Yifatoar could be lenient and they'll be modern to the Bishman al-Azal, the Gaber. Ebed Kenani, that's the Gemara's question. Look at that, she's Lashon, Abal Ebed. Who told you? So Gemara says, Tanya, and I'll show you this distinction. You have a regular get, which was a goy, or you have someone that's buying an evid from a goy. 
which is also a total goy. It's not tzarich uh, lekabel. There, he has to accept upon himself the mitzvot. However, but if he took an avid existing that was owned by Yisrael, which already he had some mitzvot on him because he was working for a Yisrael, now he wants to free him and tzarich lekabel. He doesn't have to accept. So the Gabbara says, Mani, who's the author of this Braita? Ira Bishimon ben El Azar. If it's a Bishimon ben El Azar, Ha Amar, Halokeyah ben Aoved, Kuchavim Nameh, and Sarik Lekabel. The Bishimon says, Molly, he owes, even if you're buying even from a Goy, you don't have to be Kabel Mitzvot when he dip him to, to free him. He was mostly, the Bishimon has held, and Aved, when you are dipping him to free him, you do not have to accept upon him some Mitzvot. Even if it's an Aved that was bought from a Goy. Ela lav rabana. Ela must be going on the rabbi's opinion. Ushmar mina de lokeyach menarovet kuchavim sadik lekabel. Yes, because he's buying him from a goy. He's coming from nothing. Ava lokeyach miYisrael and sadik lekabel. Also, now we're reversing everything in Abotai. Now we say that even the rabbis will hold that in Abed Kanaani, when you're dipping him for freedom, he does not have to accept upon himself mitzvot, even according to Shitat Rabbanan. Yeah, but what about the first Braita? The first Braita where we started today's Gemara said, Echad Ger, Vechad Ebed Meshukhrar, which sounds like that Ger and Ebed Meshukhrar are equal. So Gemara says, Kitanya, he le'inyan All we mean to say is that they both need Tevilah. That means, don't think that the Ebed Kanani can become a full-fledged Jew without a Tevilah. He needs a Tevilah, just like a Ger needs a Tevilah. But the Tevilah is much different. The Tevilah of a Ger has to have Kabbalat Mitzvot. But the Tevilah of a Ebed Kanani does not have to have Kabbalat Mitzvot, even according to Rabbanat. So now we fell off our original opinion, and we're coming out to say now that everybody holds that Ebed does not need Kabbalat Amizvot. Now, and it comes out, if you hold like, and if you hold that, even the first Tibilat can be done against his will. So that's it. First Tibilat is done against his will. Second Tibilat, you don't need Kabbalat Amizvot. When he comes free, he is automatically Jewish. Look at that she Lenyan Tibilat. Both the Ger and the Evid Kenani, both are equal that they need a second Tibilat, a Tibilat. When they want to become full-fledged. But they're not equal. The Eved does not have to accept at the time of the Kabbalah of the Shekhru. And that's a, that's a big hadush. That means we started off the Gemara today one way. I think Gemara says it's a big distinction. The guy's coming from somewhere. The guy's coming from partial Jewishness already. So therefore, he did already some of the mitzvot. Therefore, why do you have to have Kabbalat the mitzvot? Your fatuah is coming from nothing, like a regular gear. A regular gear coming from nothing. And the Khanami would not have Kabbalat the mitzvot. Tanur Banan. Now we go into the famous sugya of the Eshet Yifat Toar, which is really the beginning theme in Parashat Kitetze. The Gilecha Etrosha. So we say that part of the process is There's no question on that. She has to shave her hair off. Mm-hmm. And she has to make her nails. Now what does making nails mean? 
So here we have a big machloket. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, takots. means she has to cut her nails. That's the gezerat tekatu. She has to cut her nails. And what does the other rabbi say? Rabbi Akiva Omer, tegader. No, she has to grow her nails. So what's the uh, machloket over here? Amar barosh. It says uh, that she has to do something to her rosh. It doesn't, say, it doesn't say the actual word asiyah. It says by the rosh, v'gileha et rosha. And we know gileha means what? To remove. V'neemra asiyah b'siponayim. And therefore, just like the action that's done by the hair is removal, so to the action that's done by the nails is going to be removal. Ma lehalan ha'avara, afkan ha'avara. And therefore, uh, that's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Ne'emar Asiya Barosh. It says Asiya Barosh, true. What's the Asiya Barosh? V'gileha etrosha. V'ne'emar Asiya B'sipurnayim. But what's the purpose? Ma lehalan nivul afkan nivul. What's the purpose of shaving a hair off? To make her look lousy. Exactly, to make her look lousy. To make her look uncomely. That's a nicer way of saying it. Uncomely. Exactly. And therefore, same thing when it comes to the nails. Let her grow her nails long in order that she will look uncomely. So for me, you see what? A lady with long nails, according to the Torah, is uncomely. Today it's the opposite. Today ladies grow their nails long, thinking that that's beautiful. But according to the Akiva, Long nails is considered uh, very this guy. I'm not just talking about the, you know, the, the quasi from. So now you have over here the shita of Rabbi Akiva. Okay. We have a ra'ayat to Rabbi Li'ezid that it means what? Uh, 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 from the Pasuk at Shemuel. Why wouldn't it say Pasuk at Shemuel? Umfiboshet ben Shaul. Yarad. Likrat Hamelech. Mephibosheth, the son of Shaul, came to see the king. This was when King David was running away from Absalom. So Mephibosheth wanted to show that he supports David. So therefore, he acted in a way of Avelut, as long as David was being exiled. So the Pasuk says, when he greeted David, Lo asa raglav, velo asa sefamo. What does it mean? Lo asar raglav. He did not make his toenails. The lo asar sefamah did not make his beard. Now, what does asiyah over there mean? My asiyah ha'abara. That means he did not remove his mustache. He kept his beard, meaning he grew it, and he did not remove his toenails. So then you see, let them grow. So therefore, when the Torah comes along and says ve'aseta, ve'aseta means to remove. Mephibosheth lo asa. He did not remove. And therefore you see over here that Rabbi Ezra is a proof that when it says asa legaber, the nails, it's referring to to remove them. Mm. Now why, according to Rabbi Ezra, would she have to remove her nails? Let's see, after saying it's a It's not making her ugly. It's not making her uncomely. They want the, the nails uh, to come off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. Ubacheta et abiha ve'et ima. So it says, and she sits, and she cries. And what does she cry for? For her mother and her, f- her mother and father. Father and mother. 
רבי אליעזר אומר, אביה, אביה ממש. אמא, אמא ממש. They don't convert her right away. They let her cry for a month, or whatever it is, we'll see how long, for her mother and father. And now it's easier. She's separated already. Now she can become Jewish. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Abiyah ve'ima zu avodah zara. That's referring to that she cried because they're forcing her now to leave her religion. And she was originally what? Ovedet avodah zara. And they want to make it easier for her to become Jewish. So therefore, they let her mourn the loss of her. How do you know that Avodah Zarah is called a mother and a father? They come along and say to the tree, you are my father. And they go to the rock and they say, and therefore, you see that what Avodah Zarah is considered like a, a father over here. Now, that is the mahluk in the pasuk over here. Now, is there enough kamina between this? Bottom line, she's crying. So what's the difference if she's crying for her biological father, or she's crying because of the avodazara? Baba, she has to cry. What's the enough kamina? So the mefashim say, let's say her parents died already. Or converted. Or very good. Or her parents were converted already. According to the bili ezed, that's it. She doesn't have to cry. She does not pay. She doesn't need to separate from biological parents. However, if you're going to hold the court to be Akiva, she still has to cry to separate from her religion, from her Avodah Zara. That would be a Nafkamina. And it says, how long does she sit in this stage for? Yerach Yamim. Yerach says, how long is Yerach Yamim? Yerach is is the cycle of the moon. That's a month. Shiloshim Yom. 30 days. Rabbi Shimon ben Al-Azhar Omer, Tish'im Yom. 90 days. Where do you get 90 days from? Yerach Shiloshim Yom. Yerach, we know, is a month. That's 30 days. Yamim. says, Yerach Yamim. That's Keneged, the first Yerach, which is another 30. That's Shiloshim. And then it says, Ve'acharken. And then after, after what? Shiloshim, after another 30. So you have Yerach, Yamim, Ve'acharken. And therefore, that Ve'acharken. And that comes and teaches us 90. But keep the Ravina. Ravina says, what are you talking about? Ema yerach sheloshim. Yamim sheloshim. Ve'acharken kihane. Which means, maybe it just means after the 60. After the 60. Or, 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 or another 60. And then maybe it's 120. Because ve'acharken is after what you just waited. You waited 60. Ve'acharken, another 60. So maybe it's 120. Exactly. So maybe it's another hundred and maybe it's hundred and twenty days. So therefore the Kabbalah says, in economy, that's a good kasha. That's a good kasha. Okay, so if we have we have we have two or three potential opinions over here. We have a thirty, we have a ninety, and then we have the question on the ninety, why'd you stop it at ninety? The ninety could actually be hundred and twenty. Tanurabanam. Mekayemim now new point. Question is like this. When a person normally buys an Ebed Kena'ani, 
the Ebed Kenani has to become Jewish, or start the process at least. So what do they do right away? They give him Milah, and they throw him into the Mikveh. And now he follows the laws of at least a lady. And then eventually when they free him, he becomes full-fledged Jewish. So the question over here is, are you allowed to keep Avadim in your house that are not circumcised? That's a big question over there because we never see Abadim like that. Either Abadim are accepted to be Jewish or we don't accept them. So now the Gabbara says, Tarabanan, Mikayimim Abadim, She'enam Malim, Devred Bi Yishmael. Okay? So therefore, even though he didn't Mikayir, he didn't do anything process yet, he's still a full fledged Yishmael Goy, you're allowed to keep him. Okay, and what does the other rabbi say? No way. You're not allowed to uh, keep him. And the Biyakiva is going to learn it from Avram Abinu was forced to immediately circumcise on the day he circumcised himself. He had to circumcise all his Abadim. He did not have the option to not circumcise his slaves. That's going to be the Mahlokim. So the Gemara says, Amar le Rabbi Ishmael, Ishmael says, Harehu Omer, Pasukzabi Nafesh bin Amatecha. The Pasuk is talking about Shemirat Shabbat. So we know a Jew has to keep Shabbat. Hazakamaruka. Not only does the Jew have to keep Shabbat, his servants, his Abadim, have to also keep Shabbat. And what does the Pasuk say? Vinafesh bin Amatecha. And who's been Amatecha according to Rabbi Ishmael? An Eved Shelonimod. Uh, so therefore, what do you see over here? That there's a situation that you have an Eved that was not uh, circumcised. And that's what it has to go out of his way and say, even though he was not circumcised, he still has to keep the Shabbat. He cannot do Melacha for you on Shabbat. That she says, Vehai Be'eved Arel Ketiv. Now you're going to ask, Rabbi, how do you know this is somebody about Eved Arel? Maybe it's somebody in Eved that is circumcised. Wait, the Gemara will explain. Be patient, please. Amar le, the Biyakiva says no. Belokeyah Eved ben Hashemashot, belohispik lamulo hakatu medaber. The Biyakiva will say, really, you're not allowed to keep an Eved uncircumcised. I so why is the Torah talking about Shemirat Shabbat, the uncircumcised Abadim? Because this is a specific case. You bought the Eved Ben Hashemashot on Friday. So there's no time to give him a Brit Milah. In a Kanameh. Sunday morning, first thing, Brit Milah. The only thing, reason why you couldn't... I, why don't you give him a Brit Milah on Shabbat? Because the Milah of the Abadim is not Dochei, Shabbat. But the point is, if you have no proof from this Pasuk that you could have a situation of an Eved that's not Nimol. No, the only reason why he's not Nimol is because, again, there was no choice... You could not, Malam as she says, Ben Hashemashot shel Erev Shabbat v'lo ispik lamulo u'mazhiro ha'katub l'rabo al'avdo. The commandment is on the master, the one he has to make sure that the Eved lanuach b'yom ha'machorat v'lo al Shabbat ha'ba'a. Exactly, which means, don't wait till next week. He's got to keep this Shabbat. Why? Sh'ari sarik lamulo b'shabbat zu. He's really got to mal him this week. What about a case of a, 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 an error that was mal already? That's a different pasuk. So we have two pasukim. One pasuk talks about an error that was 
Ma'al. Then we have even a case where he was circumcised. And then we have a case where he was not Nimon, he was not circumcised, and the Hadush over is not because he's allowed to stay like that, because you had no choice. Because you're born in. Exactly. Because you're born in Ben Hashem Everybody holds that the pasuk It's talking about an eved that is what uncircumcised. uncircumcised. How do you know that? How do you know? Maybe it's talking about an Eved that is actually circumcised. Kishu Omer, It already mentions the word Avdecha. Avdecha v'amatecha kamocha. That's talking about Eved Mahul Amud. That's talking about an Eved that is Mahul. And therefore, must be the other Pasuk is referring to what? Ma'ani mekayem v'inafish v'amatecha very good. So that's how we prove that it's referring to Ebed Arel. Now we get to the next part. The Pasuk also says, who has to keep the Shabbat? The Haged. The Ger. Oh, so I would have thought it means the Kavar. But the Gemara says, no. Ze Ger Toshav. Now what is a Ger Toshav? A Ger Toshav is a Goy. All he accepted upon himself, this Goy, is not to worship Avodah even though it's one of the seven mitzvot b'nei Noah, but he made a special Kabbalah that he's not going to worship Avodah Zarah. And the Pasuk is saying he has to keep Shabbat now. What the world does have to keep Shabbat? He's not Jewish. Just because he accepted upon himself not to worship Avodah Zarah. So that she comes over and says a tremendous Hadush over here. Ger Toshav, Shekibel Alav, Shelo La'avod Avodat Kuchavim. However, Ve'ochet Nevelot. He's still eating Nevelot. He's not Jewish. You know why? That's how it's Mechalel Shabbat. It's like he's worshipping Avodah Zarah. And therefore, since this guy accepted upon himself not to do Avodah Zarah, so that can be Mechalel Shabbat. That's tantamount to being Oved. Which is, you don't have to go bow down to the moon and the sun and the stars or the trees or the stone to worship Abu Dazara. You could come and not uh, uh, do any of those and still be considered what? An Oved Kochavim, Oved Abu Dazara, and that's through Hasbe Shalom, Hailul Shabbat. Now the Gemara says, Now you asked, maybe the Ged is talking about a convert. Maybe it's talking about a regular righteous convert. In the Pasuk after it says, So Ger is mentioned. That must be talking about Zeger Toshav. Now we get to a new case. Yeshua ben Nevi teaches us. Okay, the guy bought an Eved from a Goy. Okay, here it is. The guy does not want to mal. I'm not taking a circumcision. So you try to convince him 
for 12 months. So for 12 months, you try to, you know, convince him and explain to him why it's, uh, you know, Kedai, to go under the uh, the wings of the uh, Shekhinah. Now, obviously, uh, we learned above that according to the Bishim on Ben uh, Azar, that uh, even if you do it against his will, it's okay. And even according to Hakamim, we came out, if you remember at the end, that you don't need him to accept the mitzvot willingly. So never, what do you mean for 12 months? They should tell the guy, he comes along and says, listen, I'm not interested. Not interested? Doesn't matter that you're not interested. Drown him in the water, bought him in the mikveh. So the question that is over here, why is the Gemara saying over here, So the Gemara is saying in the name of Rabbi Yosho ben Nevi, that if he does not want to convert, they should still try to convince him and not do it against his will. And the reason is that even though a conversion against his will helps, but maybe Midrabbanan, it's a sword to do it against his will because what's going to happen? A big Hadush over there that he's showing him say. If he's going to do it unwillingly, he might trip the master up because he really doesn't want to be Jewish. And now he might bring the master not kosher food. Or he might do things that are forbidden. <coughs> so it's not to your advantage to have this guy joining uh, the Jewish religion uh, against his will. So that's why even those opinions that were lenient, but that's from the law. But with Rabbanan, the Bioshubah, the saying, they should still try to get his, uh, to get his uh, permission, to get, it, to get his approval. And now the Gemara says, Loman, Let's say after 12 months, he doesn't want him out. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to circumcise himself. That's it. Sell him back. Sell him back to Rovet Kukhabim. You can't keep him. So they said, the students said this in front of Rapapa. Keman. Who is this going like? The law can be Akiva. This cannot be going like Rabbi Akiva. The Amar, the Rabbi Akiva, the Rabbi Akiva Amar, and Mekayim. You remember we just learned, Rabbi Akiva said we're not allowed to keep uncircumcised Abadim in our house. So therefore, what do you mean twelve months? According to Rabbi Akiva, not even a day. Exactly, not even a day. You gotta get rid of him. So therefore, for sure, it's not going like Rabbi Akiva. And therefore, they only mentioned Rabbi Akiva. Now, they didn't mention Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael was the one that argued. Rabbi Ishmael said that we're allowed to keep uh, Abadim. Now, the Chaurah... You're right. No, but the one that argued on Rabbi Akiva was Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael was the one that taught us earlier that you're allowed to keep Abadim that are not circumcised. Now, according to Rabbi Ishmael, he didn't give us a time limit. So, seemingly, this is not going according to him either. This is saying you can only keep them for 12 months. The Bishmael didn't give us a time limit. The Bishmael says you're allowed to keep Abadim that are not circumcised. So why did the student, why did the Papa only say, or the student say, it's not going like Rabbi Akiva? It's not going like Rabbi Ishmael either. And you have to say that even according to Ishmael, that he said you could keep him, he put there may be a limit. That it has to be, you know, after a certain amount of time, you have to convert. According to Rabbi Akiva, no. Can't keep him at all. Mashiach, according to Mishmael, you can keep him, but maybe with the banan, like we learned above, you have to give him above at least 12 months. So it can be at least like 
Rabbi Yishmael. Does Rabbi Yishmael hold that you can't bring Korban Pesach if the Ebed is not... That's a, that's a law from the Torah. So then maybe up to 12 months, because by the time Erev Pesach, you have to serve yeah, Assuming that you bought him uh, Erev Pesach, right, or like the, the day after Pesach, the maximum. And now the Yabarak comes along and says... Now the Yabarak comes along and says... The papa says no. We can even say what? That this is going like Rabbi Akiva. When did Rabbi Akiva say that you're not allowed to hold an Ebed who's not circumcised? That's when, when you bought him, he did not accept upon himself to convert. He was kicking and screaming at the time that you bought him. So that guy said, listen, the guy, we see already his projection is not going the right way. You got to get rid of him. But where he stopped his ways, which means at the time that you bought him, at least verbally he said, I'll convert. So then, Pascha, already as considered, he stopped his initial ways of Abu Dazara, even though he didn't do anything. But the fact that he verbally committed, even the Akiva will say in that case, you can give him 12 months. Midrashi says, Heka de lo pasca le milta, de lo kibel me olam de hit kayir. Okay, if the guy never accepted to convert, de lo pasak me geyuto. He never made a hefsek, a break from his non Jewish status. Abal heka de pasca le milta, bishat de kihato. Exactly. At the time that you bought him, the guy said, Amen, I'll consider it. Then after he got uh, sold, he changed his mind. Then Megalgelin. Why? Because already see this potential with this guy. That's Lashon Mori. That when it says end that we don't keep the Ebed, where he didn't stop. Which means, there it's going on the, the master who bought him. If he bought him, stop, and never said, I'm going to take you for 12 months to try to convince you, then already you got to get rid of him immediately. But if at the time that you bought him, you told him, listen, Know that I'm going to buy you, but I'm going to try to convince you for 12 months. Then already, since you bought him with the intention and you told him, then Lashon, uh, the, the second Lashon she says, that's considered Pasak. Pasak means you stipulated. If you stipulated with him at the beginning that you're going to convince him, then already you have a chance to keep him. If you didn't make that stipulation at the time of the sale, then according to the Akiva, you would have to get rid of him immediately. Now the Gemara says... Abba Rav Kahana Amirte Lishma'ata Kameh Rav Zvid Min Hardi'ah I said over this Hiddush of Rav Papa In front of who Rav Zvid from the Hardi'ah Ve'amali Says wait Comes out according to me Akiva We have a way now To keep an Eved Uncircumcised For uh, at least 12 months if that's the case, remember we had a pasuk that said, "Be in the fish, but amatecha behagir." 
And what were we talking about over there? An uncircumcised Eved. And would we say that an uncircumcised Eved has to keep Shabbat? And we said, what do you mean? According to the Akiva, how do you have an uncircumcised Eved? You're not allowed to keep it uncircumcised. So we said, no, it's a case where you bought the Eved, Ben Hashem What do you got to come out to that for? Say very simple. It's a case where the Eved accepted upon himself at the time of the purchase, and therefore it doesn't have to be circumcised. You have 12 months. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to give an, a, a, an odd case of that you only bought him Ben Hashem where he was not able to be circumcised? Take a regular case. You bought him. He accepted upon himself to convert. Then he changed his mind. And according to me, I go, you have 12 months. So you can have a case of an uncircumcised slave in your possession. We're not giving a case where you bought him Ben Hashem Hashot. says, Hada mitre tameh kaman. You're right. We gave one of two reasons. In the we couldn't give this reason also. We just gave one, one example of buying in Ben Hashem Hashot. But in the this reason would also apply according to Rabbi Akiva Kegon, that she says the Pasag, Le Mirted Yakode Kaimo Kodiab Hodesh. Shalach Ravin Meshemed de Rabbi El Ai. Behol Rabotai Amrudi Meshemo. Eze who Ebed Arel Shemutar de Kaimo. What is this type of Ebed that's Arel, that's uncircumcised, that you're allowed to keep him? Which means, you have a case, let's say the seller, the mocher, made a tenai with the koneh, that I'm selling it on the condition that you don't convert him. What good is that? That's what he did. He said, I don't want you to convert him over here. And so the Gemara says, and that's the case over there when we say that you can keep him like that, because that was the stipulation that you made. <laughs> Who's that going like? Which is your question. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? You can't keep a slave according to Akiva under no circumstances. So how can you keep him over here just because that was the original stipulation? So therefore, the Gemara comes along, I mean the Chaura, this goes against the Bishmael as well. The Mefashim will ask, because according to Ishmael, you're allowed to keep an Evid in all cases, not only when you stip- he stipulated. Right. According to Ishmael, he's every time. Uh-huh. So the Kaurai have the same question according to Ishmael, because Ishmael said you're allowed to keep Amarim, they're not circumcised. I don't care whether it was a stipulation or not. So why are you saying it's only not like Nabi Akiva? It's not like Nabi Ishmael. So again, we can always answer the Ishmael. The Ishmael was talking about Midoraita. Medoraita, it's okay, but Rabbanan, he'll say you need to, uh, you know, you, you need to circumcise him. Masha'en ken, unless there was a, maybe a, 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 a stipulation. And then what the I over here is talking about, Medrabanan. That Medrabanan, when there was a stipulation, that we're going to say that. Um, maybe he was hemophiliac, I don't know. Wait, but according to, so there was even according to Ishmael, it's forbidden Medrabanan. To hold an Ebed uh, that was not uh, circumcised. The reason is because you don't want him to, the reason why they, they don't like to have an Ebed that's not circumcised is because, the he shouldn't even explain, is because he's going to continue in his goy ways and he's going to trip you up. Like we said, he's going to serve you food that's not kosher, he's going to do things that are going to ruin you up. So therefore, according to the Bishma'el, you're not going to according to the Torah law, it's okay to keep the, the Ebed. But the Rabbanan, 
they don't want you to uh, to keep him over there. And on this, Nabil, I said that even though mit Rabbanan it's asur, but if there was a stipulation, the Bishwai will agree that you could keep him because there was a stipulation in the purchase. That works for the Bishmael. Again, the Bishmael said, Midday oraita, it's mutab. Midrabanan, so he doesn't trip you up. We don't want you to leave him uncircumcised. Unless there was a stipulation at the time of the purchase, even the Bishmael will agree the rabbis were lenient. But the Akiva, you can't say that. Because the Akiva said, it's always forbidden to leave an avid uncircumcised. So how can you come and tell me now that it's only talking about if you were. Uh, if you and, and so if you stipulated, you can keep him uncircumcised. What do you mean? The Biakiva holds it's asur. Asur is asur. We can even say that this is going like a Biakiva. That when did the Biakiva say it's forbidden? That's only talking about where they didn't make the condition with the seller. What should I tell you? <coughs> when they made a condition, they made a condition. And therefore, that pasuk that's coming to tell us that it's a mitzvah to circumcise Abadim uh, uh, um, is talking about a stam Eved that was bought without any conditions. But if there's a condition, what are you going to do? That's a big kadush uh, according to that opinion. Now, what's the reason? I would say, don't listen to it. So Goy came along and said, I'm selling you my Evid as long as you don't circumcise him, don't convert him. Why do you have to listen? So the Mefarshim say <coughs> is because, because if you're going to circumcise him, the sale is going to be nullified. Because you didn't follow the uh, condition. If you're not going to follow the condition, so therefore you had to catch the too. So he's not an Evid. He's not your Evid to circumcise. So therefore, he, you're, you're in a bind. So therefore, you can't, uh, can't touch it according to that. So why they let them buy it? Rabbi, why they let them buy it in the first place then? Someone's selling you Hametz on condition that you don't sell it on Pesach, or that you have it over Pesach. You can't, I mean, we're not going to let the guy keep that Hametz. Uh, uh, who, who, who says that this was like a Tehillah? He's buying it. No, I know he bought it, but he bought it. Well, the, the case is not where we're telling him to go buy it. The case over here is Shilakaho. He bought it already. Nobody told him to buy it under that case. And if we would ask the rabbi, we'd tell him, don't buy it. But now that he bought it under that condition, now the question is, what do we do? So we can't say that the sale is a sale? I mean, sale is a sale. It's a sale. The sale is a... There's nothing, nothing issued intrinsically in the sale. There's nothing issued in the sale. It's a sale now has a condition in it that will create a problem. So therefore, the question is, can you leave that uh, problem? So according to the according to the, the Biakiba, the Biakiba will come along and say you have to respect that uh, that bidiabad sale that you did, which nobody would have told you to do it, because otherwise, <coughs> by not following it, you're going to undo it. By undoing it, he's not a convert to start off with. So therefore, you're in a catch twenty-two. But in a Kanabi, if you go ask the rabbis, of course they would tell you, don't 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 put yourself in such a situation. Why would you buy buy an evid aminachelo? It would only bring problems. I think this only to my b'diabat. It's not in the Chetayin Adin. Even if you look at the way the B'lai said it. Zeh shelekahor rabo al menat shelo lamulo. Shelekahor. He didn't say mutad adam lakahad eved al menat shelo lamul. Okay. Now the Gemara comes along in one more point. 
and says, Amar Rav Kahana, Amita Lishmate Kamed Rav Zvid if you're coming to tell me that we have a case according to the Akiva where a slave can be in your possession uncircumcised, namely in a case where you bought it uh, with that condition that the Mokher came along and said, I'm not, not to circumcise. Ki ka'amar Rabbi Akiva melokeah evet ben Hashemashot why do you have to give that case of Ben Hashem Ashot? speak Lamon, you didn't have time to circumcise. Lishni leha. Let him say this case over here. You have a case over here. So the Gemarat Kazoga says, Lishane lehach. What do you mean? According to the Akiva, we had the other case. We had the other case that you could have brought, like we said, where you, he made a condition initially to convert when you bought him. And you didn't give that case. So just like you didn't give that case, what did we answer above? You gave one of two. Right. Now we'll say he gave one of not only two reasons, he gave one of three reasons. Well, there's three legitimate reasons that we can say. Either he bought the Eved Ben Hashem Mashor, or either he bought him with conditions that he will convert, and then you change once you have 12 months, that's where you could have him. Or it's talking about where the master sold him. I mean, you can't convert him. And therefore, that's another case where the Biakima will say that he can remain. Remain. Now again, I, based on what I, what, I, what, what I would have said, I would have said that, based on what I just told many, I'm not going to give you a Bidiyabad case. I'm going to talk about cases that are like a Dreyabad. Why would I give you a... Buying the Katala bin Shimashot, okay, no issue to do that. Or buying an Ev that accepts upon himself to be a gain, there's no problem with that. The way I'm explaining it, that buying an Ebed uh, with the guys telling you, I mean, not that you don't you shouldn't do that, the Katala. So maybe the, 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 the reason why they didn't bring that case is because we're not talking about the Ahmad case, but I don't see anybody over here bring me that. Uh, bring me that reason over there. But nonetheless, this is what I. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Second Tevila. Yeah, and yesterday, yes. we said you have to wait because the wound of the. will be dangerous yeah, for him to. Uh, yeah. No, which means no. he, he buys him Ben Hashem Ashot. You're not able to circumcise him, not because of the wound, yeah. you're not able to circumcise him because of Shabbat. No, I, I right, you then what? Then Sunday morning you'll circumcise him. No, you say you, Sunday you circumcise Correct. him. Correct. And then you have to wait till the Makkah gets better. That's right. right. And then you do it in the Mikveh. You're right. So you won't, you won't become Jewish till... Uh, you don't have to circumcise him. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you have to circumcise him immediately, but you can't put him in the Mikveh until the circumcision heals. That's a fact. We learned that yesterday. Otherwise it'll be Sakana. Yativ Rabbi Hanina Bar Papeh. Okay, Rabotai. So the rabbis were sitting on the porch, on the Marpeset, of Rabbi Yitzhak Nafa. Okay, there was a city in Eretz Yisrael. The Abadim, they didn't want to circumcise themselves. 
וגלגלו עמהם עד שנים עשר חודש. And what happened? Twelve months going back and forth trying to convince them. חזרו ומחרום לעובדי כוכבים. And after twelve months, see you later, they sold them back to עובדי כוכבים. כמן, what שיטה are they following? כי הייתנה, they're following the Tana that we mentioned, the Tanya, לוקח עבד מן העובד כוכבים. ולא רצה למול מגלגל עמו עד שנים עשר חודש. לא מעל, חוזר ומוכרון עובד כוכבים. That's it, you sell him back. רבי שמו בן אלעזר אומר, אין משין אותו בארץ ישראל. Now if this is in ארץ ישראל, he doesn't want to circumcise himself, return to center. Why? מפני הפסד טהרות. Exactly. Because he's going to be מטמא all the... Now why is he going to be tamer? All the tarot is a goy. A goy doesn't have tum'ah. Achamim made a goy like a tum'at zav. They put a tum'ah on him. And therefore, we're worried that if you leave us a goy now, and he's in your house, he's going to touch the tirumah, and therefore you cannot keep him in Eretz Yisrael because over there you have tirumah, de oraita. And therefore if he's not going to circumcise himself, you're going to have a problem. But again, According to Tanakhama, it sounds like you can even keep him in Eretz Yisrael and he's not worried about the problem of touching the Terumah. Read Rashi. Rashi says over here, Fseh Taharot, David Bechavot. So we treat him like that. So the Bishamon says that Botai, in Israel, we're not going to let this situation take place. We don't want to wait 12 months. Let's say this is happening on the border, which means the border of Eretz Yisrael to Chutz La'ares. Even Tanakama says, El Mashin Oto Kol Ikar. We don't leave them at all. Why? Shema Yishma Hadavar Veyelek Veyomal Hamero Oved Kochavi. What's the matter? We're worried about. Spies, we're worried about espionage. What's going to happen? They're going to go and tell the goyim on the other side of the border about our plans or vulnerability. And as a result, what? They're going to come along and uh, attack us. So therefore, if it's a border, we don't want to let goyim that are uncircumcised live on the border because it'll compromise the security of Eretz of the country. Good as she, the Sefar. Right, the marker, the marker, which is the the border. Again, we're concerned that it'll affect the Sakanab uh, Israel. The regular cities have Sitarot, but Israel Sefar, that's a problem over there because of Sakana. Tanya, Rabbi Hananya Beno Shel Rabban Gamliel Omer. Why do we find Gerim, converts? In this time, after the destruction, Me'unim, they live a hard life. And they have a lot of affliction. Because when they were Goyim, they didn't keep the seven Noahide laws. And therefore, and they converted, they're getting uh, Yisurin in order to mechaper for their uh, uh, for their delinquency 
in the Zayin Mitzvot. Rashi. And Rashi says of tremendous hadush over here. Why didn't God punish the Goyim when they were Goyim for not keeping the seven mitzvot? Because Borei Olam doesn't punish the Goyim ba'olam hazeh. Let them get their reward in this world. And then Borei Olam punishes them. Once he becomes Jewish, now it's almost a zechesed. That Borei Olam says, you could pay 10 cents on the dollar in Olam Bazeh for your Adonot. Instead of having to pay full price, so everybody Olam gives them the punishment here in order to get saved from a punishment. And so that's something that a convert has to know, that when he converts, there's going to be, uh, there might be a, a consequence. I don't know why the Gemara has to say, why is it only Bizman Hazeh? But the point is the Seva Mitzvot and Noah applied even from Adam and Ishot. So if they kept it, they kept it. They didn't keep it. It shouldn't matter what what period of history this is. He has a reason for this? When, when, when the temple is not standing. Yeah, but why? Uh, and when the temple is standing, they must have kapara. Huh? They don't bring a korban. They're supposed to bring a korban when they, when they become gerim. Now they don't. The korban is what? Maybe the korban is in a hatah. I don't even know. But they have to bring korban. Oh, so the korban maybe atones for what they did maybe, when they maybe. were... Uh... I'm just saying now. But I'm saying maybe. Okay. Now that, 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 that would be a... Uh, if that was a kapara korban, then that would explain it. Because then you have a bit of mikdash. You can't bring a korban. Rabbi Yosef Omer. Ger shenit now, obviously, this is an argument. We're just going to say now. It's like a baby that was just born. And therefore, the point is he has no past. So you can't get him on what he did when he was a goy. It's a different guy. You understand? Also, the question then is, why do they get hard life? Mm. Because they're not following the mitzvot with all its details like Israel. They're amateurs. So they don't know the uh, the rules. They don't know the diktukim. They're not bedekdek. And therefore, because they're not careful, so therefore they're going to get punished. Now, that, the nafkamina between the two is Nafkirah will be a Jew that is not middagdik. If you're saying that the reason why they go in the Gerim is because they didn't keep the Sheva Mitzvot, okay, that only applies to them. But if you hold because they're not middagdik, so therefore, that's a reason that all doesn't only apply to Gerim. What about a Jew who's not middagdik? A Jew that's not middagdik should even be more liable. Because the Goy at least has an excuse to say, hey, listen, I'm new, I'm new kid on the block. I, I, I don't know everything. And still they're going to hold him responsible. So a Jew that was an old kid on the block, so therefore he has less of an excuse to come along and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm not middagdik. I don't know the, uh, I don't know the dick to keep. So that's the reason according to Rabbi Yosef. 
הבא חנן אומר משום לביר עזר לפי שאין עושים מאהבה אלא מיראה אז they serve God out of fear of גיהינם מה שהיא says מיראה מיראת גיהינם והגורענות האמורה עליהם אוקיי, and therefore that's already not a, 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 an ultimate service Tosfot comes along and says שאין עושים מאהבה אלא מיראה, בפרק נוטל משמע ששניהם רעים. בפרק השם משמע שהם לשבח. ואומר לי, דמאהבת המקום ומיראת המקום, depends what. If you're doing it for fear of God and love of God, הבו תרוויו לשבח. That's great. There's no problem with that. If the person says, what, what, what's motivating you? אבירת המקום. אבירת המקום is fantastic. אבירת המקום is fantastic. However, מאהבת אדם, But if you're doing it because to please people, or fear of people, then that's even the Ahava is going to be bad. Or a person, let's say, is being motivated because he loves the reward. He comes along and says, oh, if I'm not going to get reward, I'm gonna, I regret everything I did. So that type of guy we learned is... Obviously not, because he's only doing it to get reward. Because Over here, we have a Ahava L'Shevach, which is, he's doing it Ahava Tamakom, and Yir'ah we're saying is, L'Gri'utah, Over here the Gemara is, is splitting it up. Which means the Gemara could have said both the Gere'utah. He's doing me'ahabat ha-biriyot, u'me'ahabat ha-sakhar, u'me'irat adam. But the Gemara came along and gave a, you know, he's doing it me'ahabat, which is, uh, uh, um, those are the good guys that do it me'ahabat, but they're not doing it me'ahabat. They're only doing it, and also me'ahabat, which is a good thing, and they're doing it me'ira'ah. Fine. Now the Gemara says, Zaharim Omrim, Amazing, unbelievable answer. Yabara is saying, basically, what took you so long? Now, if I die, Yabara is saying, they, they, they delayed. <coughs> what, what took you so long to come under the wings of the Shekhinah? That's why they get suffering. Now, there's definitely no obligation uh, to convert. Nobody's going to say uh, that. But once in your mind you come and resolve yourself. Right, that's what it seems. Then already you shouldn't make any uh, delay of it. He says, Like you said, once he revealed the emet, that's it. So there's no delay. You got you to gotta convert right away. שגילה את האמת, לא הזדרז להיכנס. He wasn't, you know, uh, he didn't uh, go fast enough to convert. So those are the reasons why the Gerim have Yisurim. אמר רבי אבהו, ותימה רב חנינה, מאקרה, where do we know this uh, uh, concept that a person should not delay? ישלם אשפיירות, which is the classic paradigm 
get tzedek. Right? We're going to Shavuot already. That's it. The day after Pesach, we're ready in Shavuot. Yishalem Adonai pa'olech, utim asportech shelema me'im Adonai elohi Yisrael, asher bat lachasot begomer. So the Pesach over here says, why is she blessing her? Why is Boaz blessing Ruth? Because we're asher bat, that you came. Without delay, you didn't. Once you saw the truth, you didn't. You didn't question it. You didn't delay the riddle. You came to uh, to, to to cover yourself and protect yourself under the wings of the Shekhinah, which sounds like um, it just put us could have said Ashir Hasit, no, it's just Ashir Bat, and that's uh, 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 could could be could be that's a similar inyan that you see by. Yitro, the pasuk says, "Vayishma Yitro, Kohen Bidyan. So that she says, "Ma Shemua Shama Uba." Now she adds the word Uba. Just say "Ma Shemua Shama." What did he have to convert? No, see, once Yitro came to the conclusion that the only emet is a Kadosh Baruch Hu, so there was Shemua Shama Uba. He didn't delay. Have you seen Anyan of Yitro also? These are the two examples of Geret Tzedek. Yitro is the Geret Tzedek on the, on the man's side, and Drut is the Geret Tzedek. Interesting, both have root in their, uh, their shortage of the, of the words, which we explained why. Because root is Gematria 606. Because a Goy, before they convert, only has seven mitzvot. And they're accepting upon themselves Tariag, which is an additional 606 mitzvot. So therefore, that's why the Gemara explains in Berachot, they didn't change Drut's name. Normally, when a convert converts, they change the name. Her name was Ruth when she was a Goya. Because, you know what, that's a good name. Ruth is a good name. And the same thing with Yitro. Yitro is a good name. Because it has in it the Inyan of Yud, which they get the Shem, what I said, the Berot, and it has the root in it, which is the 606. So, therefore, those names are, are suitable names for the, for the converts. But both have in common what? Ma Uba. And the root also is what? Asher bat lachasot. And that's why Shavuot, the parasha that we read on Shavuot is what? Yitro. And the Megillah that we read on Shavuot is what? Is root. Which comes and teaches us what? That the sword of Shavuot is once you realize that something is emet. Now that could be even Jewish people already. Today we learn the new halakha. Once you revealed a new truth, now the question is, yesterday you weren't held liable. You didn't know it. Now you know it. Now you learned something. I should have bought. Now you have to come along and do it. Oh, now you want to delay? Oh, so now already you have the same punishment of the Gerim, God forbid. Because the Gerim, once they have the revelation of the truth, you have to jump on it. You, they cannot going to hold them liable. Yitro was searching. During the years of his searching, he's not liable. Listen, you do. During his search, he's off the hook. But once he came to the conclusion and he finished the Rolodex, he got to Z, and all the Abu Nazaraz Sheker, that's it. What are you waiting for? Similarly, when a Jew comes along and learns something, and he comes along and says, Wow, I'm 50 years old, I never learned this before. I was like, oh, No problem. You're not going to be held liable for what you didn't know. But starting today, that the truth was revealed to you, whenever you hear something that's truthful, you have to inculcate it and you have to adopt it. And put it into the person's lifestyle. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.